let us pray father in the name of jesus we thank you for another day we thank you for your and we also want to appreciate you lord as we search your words together this morning that lord we receive enlightenment we receive understanding in the name of jesus we receive illumination and our hearts are comforted with your word in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen amen so welcome to another beautiful day and a special day the bible says this is the day that the lord has made and i will rejoice in it uh this morning we're going to be talking about handling anxiety with thanksgiving handling anxiety with thanksgiving first of all what is anxiety the dictionary defines anxiety as a feeling of worry nervousness or unease about something with an uncertain outcome that's worry about something with an uncertain outcome remember when we were praying our brother led us to pray and said that the lord is my shepherd i shall not want and he said the word shall in legal terms is something that is certain to happen but anxiety brings about the feeling of uncertain outcome and remember also that we are children of god and the bible says that our father knows the end from the beginning so everything he has said is yeah and amen certain the other di dictionary definition of anxiety says that it's a strong desire or concern to do something or for something to happen a strong desire or concern to do something or for something to happen i love i somewhat love the the prayer points our brother raised this morning and they're quite encouraging talked about that our needs are met but you see after praying all of these prayers if one gets into the mode of anxiety everything is defeated and that is the the, the the trick of the enemy to get us to be to get into that position of beginning to doubt beginning to have uncertainty about the outcome when the outcome already is certain because the word of god is yea and amen so that's that's a certain outcome but anxiety steals that and begins to make one feel like oh it's not certain will it happen or will it not happen if you listen to conversations around town about what is going on in our country in the last couple of days there's a lot of palpable fear in the hearts of people the anxiety around the cash situation anxiety around the fuel scarcity anxiety even about the the, the elections some are even afraid that oh it may not hold it may become something more serious could it also lead to civil unrest and all of that i've even heard some people said oh you, you ain't seen nothing yet hence uh, us was 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 just learning and all of that and all of that but if we are christians and we have prayed about certain things then we must hold on to that which we have said and which god has told us 
because it is certain. God's word is certain, it's sure. Anxiety will steal that and make one begin to feel like it is uncertain. It begins to make one feel that, oh, the thing will not happen and all of that. So let's look at the book of Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Philippians chapter 4 and in verse 6. The Bible says that do not be anxious or worried about anything. And anything is anything. Anything. It didn't say specifically that you shouldn't be worried about your finances. Then it didn't talk about any other thing. It didn't say you shouldn't be worried about your life. It didn't say you shouldn't be worried about Nigeria. It said anything. Do not be anxious or worried about anything, but in everything, every circumstance, every situation, he said, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, continue to make your specific requests known to God. The next verse says, and the peace of God that peace which reassures the heart, that peace which transcends all understanding. It transcends the understanding of men. Men may just be wondering, what do you mean? How can you say this? How can you say that your needs are met? How can you say you shall not want? Don't you know what is going on in, in Nigeria with everything, that, the way things are going? It says, which transcends all understanding that peace which stands guard over your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus is yours. It says that peace is yours. But you, not, you need not to be anxious about anything. There's no need for anxiety. Oh, have we prayed? Yes, we have prayed. Do we have the word of God? Yes, we have the word of God. Do we have the assurance from the word of God? Oh, yes, we do. So why get into the anxiety mode? Why being anxious? Be anxious for nothing. Because the, the reality is that being anxious does not change the situation. Neither does it make the situation better. It doesn't make it better at all. It doesn't help it in any way. But rather, it compounds it. In short, before the real thing even happens, one is the, the, the person involved has given up already. And sometimes the fear of what will happen may not even happen, but the person has lost hope. The person has lost faith. That's what anxiety does. It steals from one. Be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. Let's look at another scripture in Matthew, the book of Matthew, chapter 6. Matthew, chapter 6. And I'll read from verse 27. Matthew, chapter 6, from verse 27. It says, And who of you, by worrying, can add 
one hour to the length of his life. One hour. Who has worried so much that you have been able to amass, I, I mean, acquire up to one hour in addition to your life? If that is how to get length of life, but then that's, that's, that's a very difficult way. You say, and why are you worried about clothes? See how the lilies and wildflowers of the field grow. They do not labor, nor do they spin wool to make clothing. Yet I say to you that not even Solomon in all his glory and splendor dressed himself like one of these. But if God so clothed the grass of the field, which is alive and green today, and tomorrow is out and thrown as fuel into the furnace, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Let me just pause there. So you see, one of the things that makes people anxious is when they have little faith. When they are doubting in their hearts, they are not sure. In verse 31, it says, Therefore, do not worry or be anxious, perpetually uneasy or distracted, saying, what are we going to eat? Or what are we going to drink? Or what are we going to wear? For the pagan, Gentiles eagerly seek all these things. But do not worry, for your heavenly Father knows that you need them. Oh yes, do we need these things? Of course, God knows that we need them. And that's what the Bible says. But it, does, it, doesn't, it doesn't give us the right to be worried. Say, but first and most importantly, seek, aim at, strive after his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right, the attitude and character of God, and all these things will be given to you also. What a recipe. What a recipe. He is saying that the way to get all of these things is not by being is not by worrying it's not by being anxious it's about seeking first the kingdom of god and his righteousness his ways of doing and being right the attitude and the character of god is what gets these things for us and not by being worried not by being worried at all so the next question i'm going to ask us this morning is what are you grateful for what are you grateful for? Handling anxiety with thanksgiving. What are you grateful for? Let's look at um, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and in verse 18. The Bible says in every situation, no matter what the circumstances be thankful and continually give thanks to God. Be thankful and continually give thanks to God for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. For this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. So the question is, what are you 
thankful for today? What are you grateful for today? I listened to the story of a lady um, called, uh, I'm forgetting her name right now. Uh, I listened to her story day before yesterday when she was sharing the story. She was born without arms. She doesn't have two hands like we have hands. That's how she was born, not her fault. That's how she was born. It wasn't the case of the fact that she was born and when she was born, maybe she had an accident and she lost her arms. Or, no, she was born without arms and she grew up like that till now. She's still alive and she's doing well. And she said that growing up in those days, you know, it's not like now that there's a lot of concern and a lot of um, um, advocacy for for disability inclusion and all of that. In our days, she said there was nothing like that. You just have to survive your own way. So she went through school like that, went through a lot of things, you know, in life and all of that. And she said there was one thing she ever desired was that she should be able to drive a car. But you know, how do you drive a car when you don't have hands? So she said while she was in the university, she met a lady who also had the same kind of disability like her without hands and that lady was already out of school and was working and the lady told her that she drives a car and she was she was shocked and she was like really how and the lady told her a story and all of that and all of that and the lady told her that the first day she drove that she felt like she didn't just feel like she had hands she felt like she grew wings and she, be, she became so thankful that wow she could drive a car so she said she started she also started desiring that one day when she leaves school when she leaves the university she would also come to see that dream come true that she'll be able to drive a car a lady without hands and that when she graduated from the university and she started working by the time she was uh, uh, she started working that other lady she met who inspired her had bought another car and gave her the car she was using as her first car and that's how she also learned how to drive and she drove she began to drive and she said just like that other lady told her that the first day she drove she just felt like she grew wings she was on top of the world she was just screaming and shouting and she was excited that she could drive but you know that there are other people who could be in that same situation and just sit down in one spot for the rest of their life and say that there's nothing that can happen and feel bad and feel bad about their situation and feel bad about their circumstances and blame every other person and blame every other thing and even blame god why did you create me like this that lady is making waves right now and she's doing very well in her field she also has a foundation where she takes care of people with disabilities what a world so my brothers and sisters so what is the excuse that we have be anxious for nothing be anxious for nothing give thanks the bible says in every situation no matter what the circumstances be thankful be thankful we give thanks because of the victory God has given us. We're not thanking God because of the bad situations. We're not thanking God because, oh, things are not working well. No, 
We're thanking God because we have victory. He said, in this world, you have tribulation, but be of good cheer because you have overcome the world. Give thanks. Give thanks. What are you grateful to God for today? You know, some people wake up in the morning and the next thing they are thinking is the queue they are going to join today. Is it the queue for cash at the ATM? Or is it the queue for cash at the POS stand? Or is it the queue for fuel that they are going to join? And everyone is anxious about one thing or the other. Come on, let's stop that for a bit. And just give thanks. Give thanks because God has promised us that these things are taken care of. He said, be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. Give thanks for the victory that we have in Christ Jesus. Give thanks. You may think your situation is bad. You may think your situation is worst. But think about it again. You have life. Oh, yes. You have life. A living dog is better than a dead lion. Give thanks in every situation. Through thanksgiving, we, 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 we discipline our thoughts. That's what happens. Thanksgiving helps us to discipline our thoughts. And, and a thankful heart will not entertain anxiety. A thankful heart will, cannot entertain anxiety. So thanksgiving helps you to discipline your heart. Thanksgiving helps you, helps you to, to deal with anxiety. It helps to chase anxiety away. It helps to chase anxiety away. Thanksgiving also helps you, helps us to erode envy. Oh, I wish my life was like this. Oh, I wish I had the opportunity to have even jackpot too. Maybe my life would have been better. Oh, I, I, oh, can you imagine those people who have gone? What a life. Their life is better now. How are you sure? Oh, I wish I had money so I can leave this place and relocate to another place. I, leave, I wish, and I, all the I wish, I wish, I wish is endless. And that's how humans are. When you now get the one that you wish for, then you begin to wish for another one. Then you get that one again, you begin to wish for another one. Thanksgiving helps us to erode envy. It helps you to be content with what you have. And thanksgiving also helps us to depend more on God. It helps us to depend more on God. Because whatever you have, you have today, whatever you have been able to achieve today, is through the help of God. It's not by your own power. It's not by your own power. It's through the help of God that you even woke up this morning and you are awake. You are awake. It's the grace of God. It's the grace of God. Some people slept last night just like we all slept. And they, they, they never woke up this morning. But thank God we have life. Thank God we have victory. Thank God we have assurance in his word. Because his word is yea and amen. Thank God for his promises. Thank God for those prophecies that has gone forth. Because they are yea and amen. They will surely come to pass. Why not give him thanks for those words that he has spoken concerning you? 
Why not give him thanks for those prophetic utterances that has gone forth? Why not give him thanks? Instead of worrying about the current situation, even during COVID, when the world was on lockdown, when everything was as if it was on a standstill, some people were making it. Some people were, were, were enjoying life better. Some people made more money than any time in their lifetime. And some people's life, lifestyle changed for good. That was a situation that locked down the whole world. So why not give thanks? Give thanks. Give thanks. In every situation, no matter what the circumstances, be thankful and continually give thanks to God. For this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. For this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. So brethren, anxiety does not take us to any anywhere. It doesn't help us in any situation, in any way. Just do away with it. I, do, I, I, I See, I, I've heard a lot of people say um, one of the things that they do to just help them is not to listen to too much of news. And I think it helps really. Because if you all you do all the time is, is hear all these negative things on the television and on the internet and all of that, it begins to affect your heart. Why not pump the word of God in your heart? Why not pump that thing that gives you life, that gives you assurance? Pump it in your heart. Make the word of God, make it the, 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 the thing that you always hear every now and then. And that is why start your day, start your day uh, is a very important thing for us as believers, as members of, of Kingsville Church, because it helps to steer you up. It helps to, to prepare you for the day. You hear the word of God that encourages you, that spurs you up for the day. Before you go out there and begin to hear all kinds of things, oh, you hear this, oh, you hear that, and before you know what is happening, you begin to feel bad. What a world, what is going on? What kind of country is this? What kind of life is this? No. Be thankful. Be thankful. What are you grateful about today? Look around you. There are a lot of things to be thankful for. A lot of things to be grateful to God for. Why not concentrate on that? Be thankful. Just, just do, a, do that little exercise this morning. Just, just, just look around you and just be thankful for what God has done. If you can't remember anything at all, be thankful that you are alive today. Be thankful that you are not on the sick bed. They didn't rush you from your, your bed at last night and took you to the hospital. Be thankful for that. Yes, you may not have all that you need right now, but be thankful because the needs are met already in the name of Jesus. The needs are met. Yes, they are met. The Lord is our shepherd. We shall not want. That's the prayer we prayed this morning. So as we go out this morning, I want to encourage us. Anxiety will not help the matter. Being anxious does not help the situation. But being thankful helps you better. Being thankful helps you to see that positive side of things more. Because that is the will of God actually for us. Be thankful. Be thankful. Don't be anxious. Be thankful. I pray as we go out today with the heart of thanksgiving. 
doors of favor will open unto us in the name of Jesus. Our hearts are filled with gratitude unto God for his goodness and his mercies endures forever. God bless you and have a wonderful day.